Welcome to A Healthy Bite, a podcast where you can get bite-sized bits of healthy motivation from Rebecca Huff, the creator of ThatOrganicMom.com, a place where you can go to find inspiration to live a healthier life and get tools to help you reach your health goals for your entire family. Find recipes, menu plans, home remedies, and weight loss information, and a community of moms sharing tips and helping one another. So make sure you're part of the tribe at ThatOrganicMom.com. Hey guys, Rebecca here with That Organic Mom and welcome back to A Healthy Bite. And today I wanted to talk just quickly about eating for energy. And if you have been on my website much, or if you are a member of our Facebook group, Hope Lively, you'll know that keeping my energy levels up is something that I am constantly working on. So what are the nutritional principles that we should be following if we're looking to have more energy? Well, we should fill our plate with healthy foods. Seems simple enough, right? Well, it's not actually that simple. Ironically, when we're feeling tired or emotional, that's typically the time that we end up reaching for junk food. And research shows that Too much sugar breaks down the collagen in our body and our skin, accelerates aging, and even though it does give us a momentary boost, it overall, in the long run, it actually diminishes the amount of energy available to us. One thing that we can eat that does help to improve the energy levels that we have throughout the day is by having good fats in our diet. Fats help to make us feel full and to satisfy us longer, allowing us to use our energy from our food more efficiently. And studies are starting to show that low-fat diets can actually make pain worse for those of us who have to think about pain management. So it's a good idea to just know what those healthy fats are and make sure you're keeping some of those in your diet. Caffeine. I know that this is a thing that a lot of people are on the fence about, but eating coffee early in the day or drinking coffee early in the day, I mean before noon, and also limited to two cups or less per day, coffee, caffeine can actually have a positive impact on our energy levels, as well as the fact that studies show that coffee can be a preventative measure when it comes to dementia and Alzheimer's. So drinking your caffeine before noon is beneficial, but drinking it after midday can affect your sleep cycles and disrupt your circadian rhythms. So it's best to limit your coffee to two or three cups per day and have those in the morning. And coffee drinkers are actually less likely to die than non-coffee drinkers. There are several different research um, studies done out there. You can go on Google Scholar and read different um, documentation of these studies. And overall, coffee, I feel, is beneficial when used in the right way, and it can help you to recover your energy faster, even after exercise. So as long as you're not abusing coffee, then it can be part of a energy producing diet. But you do wanna stick to coffee and tea when you're trying to get caffeine in your um, daily diet because energy drinks 
Uh, that can be problematic, especially when the combination of caffeine and taurine is used in an energy drink, because this combination can uh, cause problems with your heart. Um, for example, abnormal heartbeat and heart contractions. But MRI research actually proves that this doesn't happen with coffee alone. It's just the combination of the taurine and caffeine that causes this. So stay away from those type of energy drinks. Another thing that can impact our energy levels is losing sleep. Now, losing sleep can be a huge drain on our energy and it can actually have a cumulative effect if you lose sleep on a regular basis. And studies have shown that drinking tart cherry juice is actually good for chronic insomnia. So there was a study done where the participants were um, given a certain amount of tart cherry juice right before bedtime. And those participants were able to get one and a half hours more sleep than those who did not have the cherry juice. So using the tart cherry in your diet can definitely help treat chronic pain and it can help get a better night's sleep. So another thing about eating for energy is it's important to time your meals appropriately. So stacking your meals can help with weight loss and energy. And what I mean by stacking your meals is if you've heard of intermittent fasting, you can actually try starting with a very hearty breakfast and then tapering off towards the end of the day and then fasting after a light dinner until breakfast the following morning. So say your window of eating would be maybe eight to 12 hours and then try it and see if you feel better fasting in the morning or fasting in the afternoon and evening. So most people feel best when they eat breakfast, but have a light dinner. So this means you're going to have to cut off your eating window right after dinner. And I try to have an earlier dinner. My knitting instructor actually follows the same pattern of intermittent fasting, and she just tries to fill up her schedule towards the end of the day so that she's stacking her meals towards the middle of the day and earlier in the morning and then she fasts for the early afternoon and evening meals. So doing this can actually give your body more energy because your digestive system and your immune system and basically all of your body's system get a chance to rest and recuperate and rejuvenate. So basically you can think about it just like a cell phone. When you keep your cell phone plugged in constantly, your battery gets worn down and it's the same way with our body. So if you're eating like every two or three hours all day or even more frequently than that, your body is using energy to constantly digest and process food, which gives you less energy than if you practice intermittent fasting. And research actually does show that mice eating the same high calorie diet within an eight hour period of time maintained or lost weight while mice that were fed the exact same high calorie foods, the same amount of calories spread out over the entire day, eating, for example, every two hours actually gained weight. So the timing of your meals is just as important as what you're eating. So 
The takeaway from this is even if you don't want to practice intermittent fasting, shut down your kitchen completely after dinner and stop snacking after dinner and you'll find yourself with a lot more energy because night owls typically tend to eat about 250 to 300 calories more per day than others do. I'm a early bird and I don't wake up and start eating right away, but a lot of times night owls and I have night owls in my family and I've found this to be true with them. They actually do snack during those extra hours when they're staying awake. So they consume more calories after 8 p.m. And we all know that fat around our waist affects our health. And studies have been shown that what you think about a particular food is it has an effect on how your body reacts to it. There's certain hormones that have to do with hunger and satiety that your body releases whenever you're thinking about food. And so it's kind of like a halo effect. If you are, you think a food is really healthy, then your body tends to respond to that food in a good way. And if you are eating ice cream and you feel super guilty about eating the ice cream, then your body tends to be stressed and it actually causes weight gain. So try this little trick. If you feel like eating a treat, some kind of dessert, we'll say ice cream, um, don't feel guilty about eating ice cream. Just acknowledge the fact that you're choosing to indulge and enjoy it for what it is. The guilt causes the stress and contributes to your weight gain. So try to stop worrying about food and be mindful. Even when you are eating a treat or a cheat type meal, be mindful about it and just let the guilt go. You know, it's easier to have energy when your focus is on being healthy than when your focus is on counting calories. So the way you think about food really does affect your energy levels. So is food something that you're using to nurture and energize you? Or are you just fixated on food all day and spending all of your energy obsessing about food um, and expending your energy that way? Because if you're constantly thinking, I should have this, I shouldn't have that, you're wasting energy on those decisions. And that's why, like I've talked about before, I removed the decision-making process about certain foods. I gave the example before about soda. When I go to the supermarket, I don't have to decide if I'm going down the soda aisle. I just don't buy soda. I never order soda when I go out to eat. I always order water. So I I don't wear myself out trying to decide or being on the fence about it. I just know I don't do it. I just drink water, decisions made, energy saved. Another thing about eating and energy is to think about why you're actually eating. Do you want the actual taste of the food or do you really just want to be comforted? Do you like have the need to be nurtured? Or for example, a lot of times when people eat crunchy foods, they really just have a need for an outlet for their frustration or stress. So think about and be mindful of why you are eating and when you're getting full. So what are you doing while you're eating? That has a big impact on what you're putting in your body. So be thinking about it while you're eating 
Just focus on eating only. You've heard that phrase, if you're washing the dishes, wash the dishes. So apply that principle to your food. Don't multitask while you're eating and you'll find yourself getting full faster because you're actually slowing down and paying attention to what you eat. And this is really why business lunches are such a bad idea because food can actually be one of the true pleasures of life. So we really spoil it when we eat while concentrating on something else and not being mindful. So if you're going to eat a treat, actually enjoy it, but implement this rule. Just stop eating when you're full. And the last tip I want to give you about eating for energy is to, you don't always have to eat what you order and you don't have to finish everything on your plate. This, this happens to me and I've gotten better about it, but it's something to practice. Have you ever started to eat a meal and thought, Hmm, this just doesn't taste as good as I thought it was going to, but you end up eating it all anyways. That's, that's a problem when it comes to eating for energy. If, if something doesn't taste really good, then don't waste the calories on it and don't waste your digestion energy on something that's really not that gratifying. Don't confuse the feeling of being stuffed with the feeling of being full because there is a difference. People in Japan practice something where they eat until they're only about three quarters full. So it takes your brain 15 to 20 minutes to actually process the fact that you've eaten a meal. So if you're scarfing it down so fast that you're finished eating in 10 minutes, your brain hasn't had a chance to catch up and make that connection that, Hey, I'm getting full now. It's time to stop eating. So really be mindful about meals and you'll find yourself having more energy. Maybe you were expecting a list of the top 10 foods to eat. If you want energy, when you clicked on this link, and I hope that you don't feel deceived, but you can get lost on that organic mom's website after doing a search for the word energy. So give it a try at thatorganicmom.com. I have written lots and lots about healthy foods and what to eat if you want more energy. So I hope that this podcast has been a healthy bite for you and you'll come back next week because we'll be talking about energy again. Thanks for listening to A Healthy Bite. Find all the links and details mentioned in this podcast in the show notes. So don't forget to check it out. You can also find videos on the That Organic Mom YouTube channel. Rebecca is always on the lookout for ways to take health to the next level. So if you have any ideas or suggestions, you can get in touch with her via the contact tab on the website. And she can also be found on all social media outlets under the username That Organic Mom. So make sure to say hi. The That Organic Mom's beauty advisor can help you with your skincare and beauty needs by emailing beauty at thatorganicmom.com. Now go out there and take a healthy bite out of life.